evening, everyone, where, or good afternoon, it could be good morning, wherever you are. Um, this Today, welcome to another episode of Bolaji Speaks. Um, today, I have with me um, Lanre Obafemi, an engineer by profession. Lanre, I think you should add um, a travel enthusiast to your profession. And um, it's really a great honor to have you here this um, evening with me. Um, could it, I don't know, maybe I should say good evening or wh where, I don't know where you are currently, maybe it's evening there or it's afternoon or morning. But um, it's, it's great to have you here. Thank you, thank you. It's nice where I am. Okay, great. Um, so, Travel, travel. Um, the first thing I wanted to say is I stumbled on a um, quote which says, we travel not to escape life, but for life not to escape us. It was really touching for me. And today we'll be talking about travel. Is it a luxury or a necessity? Um, I have with me, like I said, Lanry or Bafemi. Lanry, I'm going to start with this. Can you tell us how many countries have you been to? When you told me about the the podcast, I had to go back to count so that I can be accurate. And wow. it's 119. 119. Wow. 119. I don't think I've ever met anyone who has been to 119 countries. And still counting. I think that's one of the reasons why I was fascinated and wanted to um, speak with you and share your very peculiar and exciting story with um, other people. Um, so I'm going to ask you, so tell us, when or why do you like, when did you take up the interest of traveling or why did you decide that you were going to start traveling or visiting various countries, as it were, countries, cities, places? Okay. So to answer your question, I, I, I picked up the interest in traveling in, um, in university, actually. You know, wow. Ife. We went to Ife together. Um, that was in, my first trip was to, with JC's, you know, Jesse's uh the club, Jesse's. Yeah. Yes. And um we 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 planned a trip to go from Ife all the way to Ghana because uh, Jesse Jesse's in Ghana were hosting us. And so I had gone uh, we we did a road trip with a bus, the school bus, then we hired a bus and then went through Togo. Been in Republic, of wow. course, Togo, and then yes. Ghana, and uh, you know, it, it was for me. It was something life changing, I would say, and that's when I picked up interest in traveling, and um, so those were my first countries, and then, and that was back in '98 when I was doing my IT actually. So I had to leave IT, get to school, did a trip, and and then went back to to work and wow. then after that i started working in 2000 and 
And so there was no travel up till when I finished university. And then 2003 was my next trip after I started working. So yeah, that's it. But um, it was just, at that time, it was just an interest. It wasn't a passion. I think that I, for me, it became a passion maybe sometime in 2020, maybe 2009, I think. 2009. And I had been watching a, you know, all these uh, videos that circulate on the internet. I'd been watching one. Okay. And it was um, about, it, it was an African-American pastor. Apparently he was a pastor and he was answering questions in a setting. And he he was asked a question. I don't know what the question was because the video started after he, he started answering the question. And he started by saying that the problem with the African, as people of African descent, is that they don't understand how the world works. Mm. And I was thinking that, do I understand how the world works? I mean, I'd been working for maybe uh, seven years at the time. And I was asking myself, do I understand how the world works? And I came to the conclusion that I didn't. So I said, okay, mm. I'm going to do two things. I'm going to do a master's, a, an MBA. Uh, and I was going to travel. And wow. this combination, I believed at the time that it would, it would make me understand how the world works. And I would say that right now, after traveling so much, I've been to all the continents in the world. And oh. I think I clearly understand how the world works. And I think I know <laughs> why we in Africa, uh, the way we are, you know, we don't seem to be uh, able to excel economically. Mm. And so right now, I think I, I, I fully understand why we are, where we are. Wow, that's so interesting. And um, I'm particularly touched by the fact that, you know, understanding how the world works because if you don't travel in my own opinion um i think travel broadens your horizon about other people the way your outlook towards life after you've seen so many people it gives you a different perspective rather than it's just yourself alone that you know or i mean your own environment and um, in my in my opinion as well, I also think it is not limited to just um, traveling. I mean, you could travel anywhere, but even internally amongst Africans too as well. We don't even know. Let me drill down to Nigeria. Maybe we don't even know what is happening in the East, for instance. There are people who are Nigerians who have never traveled to anywhere in Nigeria, aside from where they live, they've just lived in a particular place, grew up there, school there, did everything. And so possibly the kind of people you meet and your perspective towards life might be limited in my own opinion. Moving on, let's talk about, um, this is quite interesting, 119 countries. I've never met anyone physically who has um, visited so many countries. And I'm sure you've visited some of them more than once. So let's talk about what aspects of travel do you like most and why? Why is that the part of travel that you enjoy? Well, it's, 
I mean, being exposed to different cultures, different ways of doing things, for me, is the most interesting thing. And and learning, you know, you learn so much from traveling, so much. There's so much out there, you know. So for me, what what I what I like the most is um, just that exposure to the way other people think, the way they act, you know. Uh, it's like... Um, if you if you stay in one place, it's like you're watching TV in in monochrome, you know, black and white. But once you start <laughs> to travel, <laughs> it becomes a color TV. You know, you see different yeah. shades, different colors. You know, there are literally millions of colors that are possible, millions of color combinations, and that's what travel does to you. It just makes you see everything in in new light. I would say. Absolutely. Thank you for that. Um, I particularly like the the part where you compared it with um, looking at um, um, maybe a video or um, a TV from either the perspective of a, a black and white television or a colored television. I'm sure the younger generation can't even um, identify with some of this comparison that we're making because they didn't even grow up to see a black and white television so what aspect do you find least enjoyable about travel but if they ask you now to say um Lanry, do you which part of travel you you find yourself that if it could be eliminated for you you would rather not you know you don't really find it exciting or interesting huh. That's a tough one because I think that I, I enjoy everything from the plane rides to to landing. And, but I'll tell you one thing I don't enjoy. That's passing through through immigration. If you're mm. traveling with the Nigerian passport, you can be sure you have problems in many places. Not everywhere, of course, but in a lot of places. A lot of places. There's, there's just so much suspicion and, and, and everything. Wow. You know, I've... Um, for example, when I went to New Zealand, I was at the airport for about nine hours. Wow. The, the, yeah, my holiday was totally ruined because my the car that I was going to rent, they, they closed um, the, the hotel. I, I couldn't get there that same day because my plan had been to land, pick up my car and drive. I, I was going to another city. You know, all of that couldn't happen. If I, I had to truncate the holiday because um, I lost that whole day and I couldn't really meet up with the schedule. And what was the reason? They just, I, I had landed and the guy, because, you know, I, I'm usually quite busy all up, up till when I take my trip. So I'm doing last minute um, plans for for the trip. So at, as at that time, I hadn't yet even when I arrived, I hadn't yet uh, finalized my plans. So the guy had asked me that, so what are you going to do? And I said, I don't really know. I'm not sure yet. I, I haven't finalized my plans. And, and that was the beginning of my problems. So the dude was like, okay, you flew, you flew 4,000 miles and you don't know what to do. I said, no, I didn't say I don't know what to do. I said, I hadn't finalized. I know where I'm going. I have already browsed things yes. to do, but I hadn't... Um, I hadn't made concrete plans. And uh, I mean, I'd, as at that time, I had been to uh, more than 100 countries. So wow. 
I wasn't a novice. I knew what I knew what to do, you know. So anyway, they kept me there, went through all of my belongings, my phones, my laptops, even one hard drive that I had somewhere that I had even forgotten about in my bag. They took it and went through everything. Took nine hours. Wow. Wow. It was completely insane because, I mean, what you, you, you see my passport, you see all the places I've been. What do you, you think that I'll suddenly become a criminal in your country? I've not been a criminal for, for, for 40 years and I'm going to suddenly it's become sad. one at that minute. You know, it made no sense at all. Uh, and similar, similar problems, especially in, um, in Asia. Uh, mm. Even in Africa, I th- when I went to Botswana, I had, I, of course, I didn't spend nine hours, but maybe an hour. Uh, sometime in Hong Kong, too. Hong Kong was funny because I wasn't even going to the country. I was just passing through. I was going to change planes. And the their police had just come and, and literally arrested me. Like, what did I do? They said, you look suspicious. <laughs> really? You look so, how do I look suspicious? Because of my passport, you know, and they took me into. I think maybe me. because you've traveled to too many places, they don't get to see such. It's not. It's not really common for maybe an African to. They, they don't see it. It's not something that is regular that has traveled so much. So they'll now be wondering why, why, where is this person going to, and why is he just traveling around the world? <laughs> yeah, it's funny. Yeah, because. Um, I was going to, I think I was going to Hawaii at some point. So I was going from Japan. I was, again, I wasn't, I was just passing through Japan. I, there's this um, around the world ticket that you can buy from, um, uh, you know, the airlines, there are three major alliances in, okay. among the international airlines. You have uh, One World that has British Airways and Co. Then you have um, Star Alliance. It's Lufthansa, some other airlines. And then you have, um, uh, I think, uh, I forgot the last one, but it's Air France and, and Co. So okay. it, all of them offer around the world tickets. So you can buy tickets from that just goes around the world. You know, and you can connect you to different places. Yeah, the different airlines within that alliance. You can just go through all of them. So I'd been, I'd bought a round the world ticket and I was in Japan changing planes also. And I had my name over the phone, uh, sorry, over the uh, loudspeaker. Oh, the public uh, announced. Exactly. <laughs> uh, Mr. Blasphemy, please can you come to so, so, so place? So wow. I was quite surprised. I went there and it was an American immigration official in Japan. <laughs> really? Uh, yeah. I was like, you're going to Hawaii? Yeah. I said, yes. He says, and then he says, well, your itinerary is very interesting. That's why I called you. I wanted to find out what's going on. And I said, well, it's around the world ticket, and I'm just going around the world. And, you know, we had some chats, and, and I left. Uh, and he left. But when I go to Hawaii, they were waiting for me. <laughs> Again, to see, let's even see this guy. What's up with this guy who is just going around the world? Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm sure they, they, they don't see, to be very honest, um, they don't see a lot of Africans do that. It's not something that is common. 
I'm sure that's why, uh, of course, you continue to be um, a, a story of interest to a lot of people. And I'm sure to all the speakers who are listening to this podcast, a lot of them will be fascinated, fascinated to know that. I mean, there's somebody that is a Nigerian and he has gone, you know, when, when you see this kind of, is a huge story. It's something that goes out there because truly it's not something that you find that is common. And uh, why it's also not common is that people keep going to, some people have traveled as maybe 119 times, but they probably go to the same place over and over again, not different places, you know. I'm really sorry to hear... Um, about those um, aspects of immigration harassing you when they should be all over you with the media and celebrate um, such um, a great feat by an individual. So let, let, let's move on. Um, Larry, let's talk about which countries would you say are your best that you've visited and why? You can give me maybe like three countries or whatever. Why did you? Why, why do you think those are the best countries that you've been to, and what made them like your best memorable experience? You in your travel, you enjoy them. Why? Well, there are a couple of them actually. Uh, I think top of my list would be the Southern African countries, so Namibia, Botswana, South Africa, um, and why. I don't know. It's just very peaceful. It's beautiful. Uh, South Africa, for those who've been there, they know it's quite beautiful. Um, the weather is good. You know, it doesn't get very cold. Neither does it get very hot like in Nigeria. It doesn't get very mm -hmm. cold like in Europe. And it's still very beautiful. It's. Uh, I think that the, the, the guys who went there tried to recreate um, what they had in Europe, but in a in a nicer climate, you know. So mm. so that's what you have there. In in, in Botswana, it was is different. It had um how do I say it's um this it's very nature, the nature there is amazing. I mean I was driving because I drove I rented a car from Gaborone, which is their capital, and it's in the south, very close to South Africa. And I drove to Zambia in the north. Wow. That's a different country. Yes. Uh, it was about a 12-hour ride. And you pass through forests that are basically untouched. You know, wow. the, only, the only thing that touched the forest is just a road that goes across. And I saw elephants. I saw giraffes, you know, in their natural habitat. Like, they've been there for thousands of years, obviously. And, you know, they're just crossing the road like it's their home. It's actually their home. <laughs> and, and I saw a jaguar as well. And it, was, it, was, it was funny because, like I said, it's 12 hours. And so at some point I had to stop to stretch my legs. It was like a, like a clearing. And when I stopped, there was this big sign that says, beware of wild animals. <laughs> so I quickly <laughs> go back in the car. <laughs> Please, because now it's looking like you are the one coming to their home. Exactly. You know, you, know, and, uh, you can imagine driving now, seeing elephants crossing the road, not goods or 
or dogs or, or something, but elephants and giraffes and, and uh, jaguar, there was a jaguar, or what I think was a jaguar because it was getting dark at the time, but it looked like a jaguar. It was quite amazing, you know. And the cities, they, they, they are very beautiful, well-organized. It's one of the most the most organized countries I've been in Africa. That's that's Botswana, a really beautiful place. I, yeah, I always tell easy. my friends that why do you bother yourself going to Europe? You could just go to Namibia and Botswana. Wow. I could have thought that you would say um, your best country was somewhere in Europe or North America? Yes, I said I could have thought what? that you will say one of... I can hear you. Hello? I okay. said I could have thought... Yeah, I, I, I said I could have thought that you would have probably... Like the assumption we have is that, oh, you know, Europe, for somebody who has traveled to so many places, I was expecting somewhere in North America or, you know, um, uh, in Europe for you to say, that's my best country, you know, out there, you know, and I'm, 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 I'm surprised and equally delighted that, you know, um, there's nothing wrong with Africa. You can actually travel to Africa and there are so many places that as a Nigerian, even with your Nigerian passport, you will not be harassed. You can go to in Africa and you will have a very good memory about visiting the place. So let's move on. Yeah, don't Do don't get me wrong. Um, you, okay. Sorry. Don't get me wrong. Europe beautiful. You understand? Yes. Um, for me, Europe is for me, I mean, Europeans wouldn't agree, but for me, Europe is very similar. Every city is, um, every yeah, capital is like the next well. one. Yes. Yeah, sometimes so, you don't so. even know the difference between France or Netherlands and Thank Italy you. or exactly. Spain and the rest of them. Yes. Exactly. So, the, the capitals are also similar, you know. You have these old bridges, yes. you have this river yes. that's running, running across, you have <laughs> the old buildings that look exactly the same. I mean, the 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 architecture is, is similar and it's similar. And, Sometimes I, in, when I'm thinking about a trip, I, I'm not sure which city it was because they, they were all the same. <laughs> I mean, they were yeah. all very similar. So you, sometimes when you see those pictures, you can be like, I, I thought I've been here before. And person was like, no, this is Italy. This is not Spain. And I'm like, all right. <laughs> it looks the same, like exactly the same. It looks like this is the church that I visited while I was in Spain, you know. So yeah, I, exactly. I perfectly um, can relate with um, what, your, your experience. Um, nevertheless, I'm going to ask you, I know it might be tough for you to answer this, but um, it's just part of just having that part of your experience as well. Which country do you find least enjoyable? Maybe it could be, you could touch on anything where you face a culture shock or you didn't enjoy the food or you didn't enjoy the experience or you have you you had great expectations and then you got there and you're like, okay, really? Is this is this what I was getting into? Do you have any experience like that in the 119 countries that you've been to? My least well, my least favorite country is 
definitely, um, if I my two least favorite countries are Uganda and Cameroon. Wow. You know, yeah. My, my favorites <laughs> are in Africa, and my least favorites are also in Africa. Ah, that's so ironical. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Uh, you, uh, you, maybe you could share what, what made it not so enjoyable for you. I mean, you know, it's if um, law enforcement generally is supposed to make mm. your make you feel at ease, you know, like they, if you're in trouble, these guys will would help you. But it's the opposite in those countries. They they are there to to frustrate you, to harass you, to to basically make you as miserable as possible. I mean, in Uganda, for example, I was just passing through. I I had a flight to cut maybe about 18 hours. So I wanted to go into the country and it's uh, visa-free for Nigerians just to sleep over. And then I, I came back the next day and they said, oh, you can't go to another country from here. You have to go back to your country. I'm like, in what... Are you for which real? Law is that which which law says that you should do that? I mean, I've been everywhere and never come across such a silly rule. Who who made this rule? You know, and I'm trying to explain that. Look, I'm in transit. I and um, they said, okay, you can go and see our boss. And I went there, and the the boss they would she wouldn't even let me come into her office. It was the Wow. Some secretary at the door that said, okay, I have to call her. And then picks up the phone. And then she tells me that she said that Nigerian should go and get a, a a ticket, a new ticket. And you know how last minute tickets, how expensive they are. you know. So I had to buy another ticket to go back to Nigeria. I was going to Europe. I was coming from, I think it was from Botswana. Yeah, it was when I went to Botswana. And I was going from okay. there, going to Europe. I had to buy another ticket to Nigeria and then continue my journey. It was insane. Wow. You know? Wow. And yeah. It was such a terrible experience. Because what if I didn't wow. have money? You know? Yes. That's so, so anyway. unfair. Yeah. That's the it kind makes of no thing sense that... at all. No oh, sense at all. That's the kind of thing that you, you read about Nigeria and, I mean, about law enforcement in Nigeria and you feel that oh, it's just come on to Nigeria to to now know that you experienced that kind of thing in Uganda. I, I I think maybe they were just being funny, nothing else, and being unreasonable, if I I may say, to let someone go all that way and be very adamant at, at it. And I think there's a, a lot more that they can be done to ease travel, especially for people like you who travel a lot. And I'm really sorry to hear about that experience. Um, so let's move on gradually. We're gradually coming to the um, end of the podcast. I still have a few more questions. Do you think in your own, in your own opinion, do you think travel is an interest anyone can pursue? Because I've seen it where people will say, oh, fantastic, I really want to travel, but I, I really don't know how... Is it something that I can develop? I mean, even if I don't get to visit like 119 countries, I'm still counting. Uh, what can I do? In your opinion, as somebody who is 
well-traveled and, you know, you've had a lot of experiences and all of that, what would you say? Is this an interest anyone can pursue? Well, of course it is. Anyone can pursue it, but you must have, um, I, I, you will have three hurdles. First of all, you must have money because travel is not cheap. Mm. You must have um, uh, time. <laughs> Again, it takes a lot of time. And then you must be able to get the visas. For a Nigerian with a Nigerian passport, you need a visa to almost everywhere. Mm. So, but of course, when you start traveling, you develop the, the should I say, the yeah, pedigree. Build... Yeah. So you you will you will get your hopefully you will get your visas but then you know it takes so much time and and energy because in nigeria you to get a visa in a lot of countries if you to get a visa you can just post your passport and they put the visa and they post it back to you but in nigeria you have to visit most embassies will insist that you come to the embassy to submit it's crazy and imagine uh, Nigeria, everybody, you have to go to Abuja. Most embassies are in Abuja. And you have to, I have to go to Abuja most of the time to... to First to, of all, go and visit yeah, the to embassy to do yeah. possibly so, have an interview and all of those things. Exactly. You know, and I think that kind of like gets to discourage a lot of people. Yes, exactly. So those would be the challenges, I would say. But uh, otherwise... Everyone can pick up the the interest, and then again, it depends on what uh, what you're looking for. You know, for me, it's it's like it's um, learning. It's uh, it's knowledge acquisition of knowledge for me. So Absolutely. people may not be interested in that. A lot of Nigerians just travel to shop and and they think that they travel. <laughs> but, <laughs> oh my goodness. Yeah. You haven't, you haven't traveled if all you see is the mall. No, mm. you have to see the museums. You have to the see the history. history. The you have to understand the culture. You, you need to meet the locals, you know. I, I remember the, my, first, my first trip to the UK back in 2003. And I had these friends, you know, that I'd called up. I was like, hey, I'm coming. I'm coming to London. And then I got there and they were like, hey, welcome, Larry. Oh, we're going to take you out. I'm going to have a great time. And then they <laughs> took me to Nigerian restaurants. I'm like, come on, guys. I'm coming from Lagos. I eat Nigerian food all the time. I didn't come <laughs> 5,000 kilometers to come and eat. All the way, uh, Nigerian Amala. food. You understand? <laughs> I so, get yeah. your point. I get your point, absolutely. But you know the funniest thing? Someone like me, um, absolutely. Yes, I will try other people's food. But I mean, for me, that's the part of travel I really don't enjoy. I would rather stay with my own food that I'm be looking for. I'm looking for a Nigerian restaurant, please. You know, <laughs> like, of course, but like you say, I will try. But mm, I'm not that adventurous when it comes to, to food. So, I mean, it's different strokes for different folks. But I really understand that part. It's part of what makes it really enjoyable. Just like this, the people that we see, you spoke about that um, they just go to shop. I mean, you can shop anywhere pretty much, you know. If you find, if you're looking for a designer's shop, a designer's, the same designer's shop that you get in one place, it's still the same thing that you get in another place too as well. But what makes the travel 
um, experience quite exciting and memorable are the places of interest that you visit in those places. So um, I'm going to ask you another question. Which countries would you recommend for people um, to visit? Oh, well, I already told you, Southern African countries, Namibia, Botswana, South Africa. I mean, okay. do road trips there. They have the countries that are big and they have beautiful scenery. I would just do road trips. I would just, I want to mm. go back to Namibia. I want to drive from Namibia to Botswana and to uh, Zambia, Zambia, you know. Even Zimbabwe, I learned Zambia, you can connect to Zimbabwe from, from Zambia too as well. Yes, I've not been to Zimbabwe, so I, I can't say much about that, but I, I would I would assume that it's also a nice place. But um yeah, it's one of those places that you you you, you can put um in your next travel. Yeah. Certainly. Great. I so, plan to go there soon. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So tell me what places are on your top bucket list. You are a traveler, a renowned traveler. You enjoy traveling. Like I don't even know, I think it's a passion for for you and it's something that is enviable. It's something that for someone like me, I wish that I could develop it to that extent where I'll say, you know what, I've been to over, let me even reach 50. If I can, in this lifetime, if I can get to 50, I will be happy, be very honest. Um, but for you, you've been to one, and we have about, is it 172 countries or something? 190, is it 192. So it depends, we, depends on who is counting, you know. Who is counting, you know, are, all of these things can be very, yeah, there are Confusing. disputed territories, you know, there are, there are disputed territories. So some people, the Arabians, for example, when they're counting, they don't count Israel as a country. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, yeah, I it depends mean, on who's counting. Kind of challenges are there. Yes, well, it's about 193. And there are, there are countries like um, the United Kingdom that is actually four different countries in one kingdom. Like the, the, UK, the UK is actually not a country, it's a kingdom. And mm. it has um, it has three countries, uh, for, sorry, four countries within that kingdom. So, for example, if if I'm going to count the UK, do I count it as one country or four countries? Mm. You know, I count it as one anyway, even though I've gone to all the countries within the kingdom. So yeah, is it not Northern Ireland or something? Not, Wales, Scotland, Scotland, England, Wales, yeah. and Northern Ireland. Yes. Yeah. But I've been, I've been to all four. All of them. But oh, I that's, count it that's as one. Interesting. One country, yes. Oh, absolutely. So, I mean, this is part of the things you get to learn and know when you travel or when you interact with such people who travel. They now know the difference. I'm sure if you ask somebody who has not had this kind of experience, England is England. Who cares whether they don't know whether Wales is in part of England and, and things like that. So, I mean, what places are on your top bucket list that you would still like to go to? Yeah, well, my next countries, because it's interesting that you ask, because I actually have a map <laughs> of wow. all the places that are left for me wow. to visit. Wow. And wow. I've divided them into, like, um, should I say groups, because maybe they are close to each other. Mm. So my next um, 
plans is Malaysia and um, Malaysia and uh, uh, not Thailand. What's it? Indonesia. Okay. And and then also in South America, I want to do Uruguay and Paraguay. Okay. Uh, I also want to do inside South Africa. I, I plan to go to South Africa and then drive to Lesotho and Swaziland. Oh. Swaziland, I think, just changed their name to Eswatini. So oh, really? Uh, and we don't yeah. even know that. Yeah, I, I don't know exactly when they changed it, but it's it's not okay. Eswatini. Oh, nice. Nice. Thank you for that great information. Interesting. <laughs> You're welcome. Wow, wow. So, um, what do you think are the benefits of traveling or visiting places? What are the benefits? I mean, uh, aside from the fact that you enjoy it, uh, I want to believe strongly that one of the reasons why you want to go back to somewhere else, you, you're planning to visit Lesotho, like you said, and the Indonesia, Malaysia, and the rest of them. Have you been to Philippines? Yes, I've been there. Oh, amazing. You know, like all of those places. Um, if there is nothing that you derive from it, um, I don't think you would want to, in spite of all the challenges, in spite of all of those things, I think there is... And apart from the very fundamental reason, which is the you trying to um, you uh, derive knowledge to be knowledgeable about things about people, what other benefits do you think when you travel and you come back? How do you feel apart from the knowledge of the places um, um, you know? What are the benefits? What other benefits do you think um, one can derive? from travel? Well, I think that's a personal question. Again, it depends on what you want in life. You know, I think that the acquisition of knowledge is important, but for um, the way that situations and, and just your general plans in life, what you do, if you're armed with knowledge, you know, you're able to make better decisions. Absolutely. Um, but for other people, I mean, I don't know. I, I can't speak for others. I can only speak for myself. And um, basically, uh, being armed with knowledge is it's a, it's very useful in mm. one's life. Absolutely. Thank you very much for that. Um, so, I just wanted to ask, what what are your final words on travel? Is it a luxury or a necessity? Okay. Well, for me, that's a personal question or rather it's a question that people have to answer personally so for me it's a necessity because uh, it depends on what, once, what is one's purpose in life what do you want to go to achieve but whatever you want to do knowledge is always useful it comes in very handy and um, so for me the acquisition of knowledge is important so that makes travel a necessity. Other people travel for different reasons, like they just want to relax. Yeah. If that's your thing, well, go for it as well. Um, whether it's a luxury, again, it depends on the person. If you can afford it, then it's not a luxury. If you can't, then it may be. So 
like I said, it's a it's it's something that each person has to answer personally. Thank you, everyone, Absolutely. for joining us for this episode on travel. Is it a luxury or a necessity? I am sure that we can all see from um, Larry's discussion that definitely travel is not a luxury. It is a necessity and it's something we might not all be able to um, travel to as many countries as we can or as many places as we can, but we should try to see the world so that we can broaden our horizon and it will help us in our day-to-day -day interaction as we relate with other people and understand other culture. See you next time. Bye.